Good evening, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with some extra cheese for you as we wrap up the 2023 draft for the Green Bay Packers with 13 brand new members of the Green and Gold. Lucas Van Ness, Luke Musgrave, Jaden Reed, Tucker Craft, Colby Wooden, Sean Clifford, Dontavian Wicks, Carl Brooks, Anders Carlson, Carrington Valentine, Lou Nichols, Anthony Johnson Jr., and Grant DuBose. Look at that. 13 new members of your Green Bay Packers. Look, we've got to let it play out. There are no grades here. Nothing, no proclamations of this is an awesome class or this is a bad class. But I like what Goody did. I'm really excited by the promise of development and, and the youth injection on offense. I'm really intrigued by what Wood and, and uh, Brooks are going to bring on the defensive front. Um, just really excited. Uh, each and every year, you're always full of hope. Last year's draft class certainly had a excellent rookie campaign. Hopefully this class can follow suit. Goody doing work. Very, very excited. Hello to everybody in the comments section. So good to see everybody. Um, before I, I dive into the questions and comments, I just do want to give kind of a 30,000 foot view here regarding the draft. It's interesting leading up to the draft. So much is written and talked about what you think they're going to do, what they have to do, and blah, blah, blah. Um, we knew it was a weak safety class. So getting the Anthony Johnson pick on day three, practically at the end of the draft, is pretty significant. Um, I really like this player. I don't know if he's going to be in contention to start right away, but I think he is going to compete, and he's going to turn some heads in camp. That is my expectation there. Um, the other thing is the lack of offensive linemen. I mean, there are 13 guys on the roster as we speak. There are a number of really talented young guys that are going to get their chance, you know, as far as competing. We heard Matt talk about it in his press conference after the draft was over regarding how much competition there is going to be along the offensive line. Clearly, they're set at left tackle and maybe left guard, but who knows? Maybe they even open up that center competition and maybe Elton Jenkins is part of that. But there is zero doubt that there's going to be competition all in, up and down the line, and they have a number of guys. It's going to be exciting to watch, uh, tackle, guard, center, all of it. What is up, everyone, in the comments? So good to see you all. Ken starting us off with a super chat. Thanks, buddy. I just want to thank you for another great draft experience. Go, Pack, go. Thank you, Ken. Thanks for hanging out with us all weekend long. Really, really appreciate it, man. John, thank you for the super chat. I'll give one draft grade. Cheesehead TV gets an A+. That's incredibly kind of you, John. Thank you so much. Uh, Craig, thank you for the super chat. To paraphrase, remember the Titans, our defensive line is about to be mobile, versatile, and hostile. Ooh, ooh, I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, Javier asking a question that got asked quite a bit on the live stream. Uh, do they bring back 31 now? I still doubt it, but I know Brian Gutekunst was asked about it a little while ago, and he said they're not closing the door on that. So we'll see. It's a possibility. I, I was I was expecting him to come, you know, kind of basically shut the door on that, but he didn't. So I do think they'll continue to monitor things and look at free agency, come out of their, you know, first flush here of the offseason program and make an assessment as to whether or not they want to bring him back. Seems to be a chance, better chance than I would have thought. We will see, though. Uh, love this draft. Yeah, it's, it's promising. No doubt, no, no doubt about it. How can someone find what UDFAs are signed? Uh, Mr. JJ, we have a 
post up at cheeseheadtv.com tracking all the undrafted free agent signings. If you go there, uh, they're adding to it continuously. Uh, let me take a look, see who we have. Yeah, on the uh, second uh, kind of second slot, as far as uh, our stories go, you'll see it on the right side of the of the uh, what do you call it? The homepage there. Right now, uh, confirmed reports are Deuce Watts, wide receiver out of Tulane, Malik Heath out of Mississippi, another wide receiver, Henry Pearson from Appalachian State, another uh, tight end. Sorry, uh, there is a, a guard and a tackle. Uh, and then there's Jason Lewin out of Illinois State, a defensive lineman. Jimmy Phillips, a linebacker out of Southern Methodist. Benny Sapp III, a defensive back out of Northern Iowa. And then I know Tom had just put this up here right before I went live. Shane McDonough, a punter out of North Carolina State. He is coming in for a uh, workout, uh, basically an audition. you know. But a yeah, punter, bring him in, see what he's got. Maybe there's some kind of punting competition in training camp. We will see. Christian, thank you for the super chat. Good evening. Been stuck at work all weekend. You think it's crazy the Packers didn't take an O-line this year? Not really. They have a lot of guys vying for positions, a lot of talent, a lot of depth. It's just a question of where do you put all the pieces. Um, but no, uh, given how much Goody has already invested in that position in the last couple drafts, didn't really surprise me. I thought there was a chance they might take an offensive tackle in the first round, if only because it would have been a premier position with a premier talent. But after that happened, after they took Van Ness and went that route, wasn't really surprised just because of the sheer numbers that they have on hand. And look, Matt mentioned it in his presser just a little bit ago. Uh, they've got to find their five and make sure they can settle on that and hopefully hit the ground running with that five throughout the season at the start of the year. Such a big component of last year's disappointment was all the juggling they had to do up front, clearly waiting on Bakhtiari, waiting on Elton Jenkins. They got way too thin too quickly. Um, the, the Jake Hansons of the world being out there starting, hopefully get something from Sean Ryan, get him into the mix a little bit. Zach Tom, hopefully in the mix at center. Um, you, you've brought back Yash. He'll probably man the right tackle spot, although there'll probably be competition there too. Uh, yeah, I just think they're going to, they're going to let that kind of play out up front. They've got the horses. They've just got to get them in the right spots. Uh, why wouldn't the Packers give Love a fifth-year option? Aaron, I think they will. They have until May 1st. It's, it's not over yet. Nags, you must be tired. Dylan? A little bit. A little bit. I probably won't be going very long tonight. Craig, thanks for the super chat. Has Goot ever explained what Basaccia's role is in evaluating potential draft picks? Just curious, given how much Goot has prioritized special teams in the draft. Not necessarily, although there seems to be a direct line to this kicker um, as far as his older brother working with Basaccia in uh, Vegas with the Raiders, sure would appear that you know he had a hand in at least consulting in the selection of the kicker, who I know all of the Twitter GMs and all the YouTube commenter GMs are beside themselves at this pick. I mean, people really going to be here being upset about a six-round pick? Come on now. Man, life is too short. Um, Marcus, thanks to Super Chat. Glad we have some 6'5 defensive linemen. When you can't get home, get a hand up and swat like Johnny Jolly. Great coverage, Nags. Get some rest. Thanks, brother. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. I don't understand why they drafted the projected undrafted free agent QB in the fifth round because they wanted to make sure they got him and they liked him there. I just, again, after the fourth round, you're throwing darts. I don't care where they take these guys. And it's so funny to me that, like, 
it's just players ending up in your program. At the end of the day, if you, instead of following along live, right, and you just opened up a paper tomorrow morning, or I'm sorry, look at your computer because no one reads the paper anymore. But if you just opened up the paper tomorrow morning and just saw, okay, this is the hall. These are the 13 names. You wouldn't care where they were selected. You just want to know what they're going to do with the Packers. And as Keyshawn Nixon himself just tweeted out, it doesn't matter how you got there. It just matters what you do when you get there. They really like him. They expect him to help develop along both himself and undoubtedly be a really smart quarterback in the room with Jordan as far as seeing things, adjusting the game, both Monday through Saturday and then in-game looking at the pictures. They like the, they like the prospect. That's all I can say. Now, I don't know a thing about this kid. I'm really anxious to find out. But this is the draft industrial complex in a nutshell. Like, I get it. You didn't tear it up at Penn State. People are like bemoaning his arm strength or whatever. Can we let him get into camp and see what happens first before we start decrying the pick? It's kind of bugs me. Jason, thanks for the super chat. Watched each day with you. Amazing what you were able to do. I met so many people in Spain during a recent vacation that were Packers fans and religiously followed Cheese at DV. Well, that's cool. Packers fans worldwide, right? Thank you, Jason. Uh, our best dart, Aaron Jones, baby. Fifth round pick. No doubt about it. Hellraiser. The second day picks underscore why picking JSN at 13 would have been a wasted pick. Slot receiver position can be filled with tight ends and a run-of-the-mill wide receiver. All right, I don't know about run-of-the-mill. I do think it's fascinating watching Reed be pigeonholed already. I do think, yeah, he's going to run in the slot. But I also think he can do a lot more than that. Um, I also think he's a fucking home run waiting to happen. He is going to be really exciting in this offense. Excited to watch him get out there. Uh, what am I most excited about? I got. I mean, I got to be honest. Tucker Craft. I, I, I want to see his attitude on the field. I love his swagger. Physical dude. Come on, let's go eat, man. Let's get out there and be physical. It's been a while since the Packers were the aggressors and the physical ones on the football field. And I, I, I just hope he can help set the tone in that regard. You know, that, that that's what's got me excited right now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Clifford was has one hell of a rasp, pure Packer pick. I mean, almost to a guy. I mean, I know there. I think there were one or two exceptions, but almost to a man. This draft. I know they took. There was an exception there in the seventh round as well, but almost to a dude. These are all nine plus RAS scores. Very, very Packers. Hey, if we start off better than three and six, Nags is it's an improvement. 
I mean, I'll take it. Hey, hey, if we just don't have a five-game losing streak. I thought I was going to lose my fucking mind last year in the midst of that. I don't ever want to do that. That was hard. That that sucked. Did Packer Man get a new name? Not yet, Brandy. Still Packer Man. And he's uh, safely back in his spot. Has there been a year where there has been a team that had the full LeFleur playbook? I don't know if such a thing exists, really. Um, I know he called plays one time and that, uh, before getting to Green Bay, and that was in Tennessee. It's not like he had much of a quarterback to work with. Um, it's interesting to see kind of the conjecture about LeFleur's offense when we really don't know what that means. We don't know what it is. Um, I They didn't ask him about it today, and hopefully I'll get a chance to speak with him sometime this offseason about it. But I'm fascinated to see who's in the mix as far as the cooks in the kitchen, right? You know, for a couple years, it was him, um, Hackett, Rogers, and now it's, pro- I guess, what, him, uh, Stenovich, maybe Clements is involved. I don't know. I'm fascinated to see who who's all having input there when it comes to the building of the offense. And he mentioned a couple times how they're working on breaking down tendencies and developments around the league and looking at other teams and things like that. I'm fascinated. Can't wait to see kind of how that evolves. Travis says, I'm excited about Van Ness. I think he has a ton of potential. I totally agree. And that's the thing. You watch the, the clips of him, man, and the fact that he's still kind of developing, holy cow, look out. He starts to put it together. You are cooking with some gas. Luke, what's up, man? Thanks for Super Chat. Not going to lie, those double IPAs hit different. <laughs> Love this draft, and thanks for you all your time this year. I'm really excited about Tucker. Yeah, man. Hard not to be, right? <coughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Battling this all weekend. Do I still think they get a vet wide receiver? Like Brian said, it's 365, right? I think they'll definitely be on the lookout. It's going to be interesting to see what kind of sales pitch they can make. Like, yeah, come try to take snaps away from all this young talent we're really excited about. But, um, yeah, I don't I don't completely dis- dismiss or discount the, the possibility. I think it'd have to be the right fit, somebody that they think can uh, step right in. But, yeah, I don't... I, I think there's a lot less possibility after oh Beijing is calling after that draft than there was before. Um, John, love JVN's motor. We're gonna love that kid. From your super chat to the to the football god's ears. Robin, thank you for the super chat. Hot take. We're going to be better than last year. O line healthier. Twenty twenty two class develops. New draft weapons. No more going deep on third and fourth and one. The last part will be interesting, but yeah, I think the O-line being healthier is a big, big part of it. There's zero doubt about it. I mean, I think you can trace most of the problems on offense, and I know everyone wants to put it on Rodgers or LaFleur or whatever, but to me, it's about the health of, or the lack thereof when it comes to health along the offensive line, especially the first half of the year. I think that was such a driving component for their struggles. Paul, I'm just glad we got a new kicker. Uh, hey, Nags, how about that D-line we got now? I mean, I said I led the stream saying I'm really excited about these two additions, guys who can rush the passer. Um, I like we got a little bit of athleticism, a little bit of wiggle, maybe some explosiveness, not the traditionally for Green Bay big, you know, 310 space eaters that really don't give you much when it comes to uh, shooting gaps and collapsing the pocket. I'm down with it. I- I'm excited about it, no doubt. 
How many more times will we play off coverage on third and three? Andrew, that's the key. And it brings up something I said during the draft, and I put it out there on Twitter as well. There are no more excuses for Joe Barry. None. Zero. 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 I mean, he's got every tool he could possibly want. You got every level covered. I know there, there's a bit of a hole at safety. There's going to be some competition there. There's no question about it. But it's not like even the best defensives have all pros at every position. Man, there is no excuse for Joe this, this year. None. Done. I'm over it. Especially when it's beating yourself type stuff like playing soft zone or soft off coverage or playing, you know, cover four, cover three, stand eight yards off the line of scrimmage when it's third and three. I can't. If I see that, I'm gonna I'm gonna melt down. It's gonna be I'm gonna absolutely lose it. I can't. <laughs> Billy. That's great. I just grilled some chicken and corn and it's really good. See now you're making me hungry. I haven't eaten since like right before the draft started at noon. So I'm gonna have to get going here pretty soon. No O-line help from the draft. Buddy Love is going to run for his life. I very much disagree, Corey. Talked about it at length earlier in the stream. You should check it out. Getting pass rush help will help the back end. Very much correct, Soder. Um, they're always, it's always a marriage. One helps the other. There's no doubt about it. But if you can get the quarterback's clock a ticking, you're going to get some opportunities on the back end. No doubt about it. The standard is the standard for this defense. I, I love that saying. Like the standard is the standard. Who's setting the standard exactly? Is it Joe? Because if it is, <laughs> what else we got? What's my favorite and least favorite pick? I I don't have any favorites. I don't have any least favorites. The ones I'm most excited about, like I said, Tucker Crafts. The one I'm most excited about. The one that I'm like, really. Kind of. It's probably the quarterback. It's the one where I'm like, okay, I get it. We needed quarterbacks. It's not a guy I was particularly enamored with. So that's the one where I'm kind of scratching my head a little bit. But they like him. They took him. Rock on. Whitney asks, is this truly a rebuild? Yeah, this, this, this was something we were talking about on Twitter this morning. You can call it what you want. I have a hard time imagining that this team is rebuilding in the truest sense when guys like David Bakhtiari, Aaron Jones, Kenny Clark, Jair Alexander, Devondre Campbell, the list goes on, are all part of the core of the team. You know, like, yes, it's a big, hard reset, especially on offense. There's zero doubt about that. But, man, the Bears are rebuilding. The Packers, it's a reset. And look, you, we can quibble, you can take that apart, whatever. Call it a rebuild if you have to. I totally, I'm not going to kick on it. I understand that perception. But, you know, you talk about the standard is the standard. You got to win football games. They're not go trotting out there going, you know, oh, well, you know, we're going to be 500 this year. Like, they want to win. And they've got a lot of talent. A big part of it is Jordan Love. A big part of it is his development, how he acclimates to being a starter, what he does when he has hard times, how he rebounds, how he learns from it. I talked about that a couple videos ago. You know, it's really down to how he learns from his mistakes and does not repeat them. Because 
teams are going to be coming after him. Defensive coordinators are going to be throwing all sorts of shit at him that he's never seen before. So we shall see. I agree this year is a trial run. Next year, when we get some cap relief, we should be considered a threat in the weak NFC. I think they can be a threat this year if they hit the ground running. But we'll see. Uh, young QB, we need the defense to step up early in the season. A lot of young offensive weapons on offense added. Uh, yeah, I think it's funny because we talked about that all last year, right? Because of all the youth on offense, all the new young wide receivers, the loss of Devontae. Well, we need the defense to really step up at the start of the year. We all saw how that turned out. Yeah, no excuses for Joe Barry this year. None. All right, everybody, I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out and talking Packers each and every day, hanging out with me throughout the entirety of the draft. Really appreciate you coming on tonight and chat with me about this exciting draft class. Very excited to see what they've got going forward. Gustavo going to wrap us up with a super chat. Really like the draft and your coverage. Good job for you all. Just want to say that Grand DuBose is going to be a Hall of Famer. All right, man. He better be because that means they took him instead of Matt Landers, who was my guy. Love Matt Landers. So from your super chat to the football God's ears, let's go. Hall of Fame. Lock it up. Gustavo said so. Uh, thank you, everybody. Thank you so much for making Cheesehead TV even a small part of your Packers routine. I know there's a ton of content out there, tons of ways for you to connect with the team. The fact that you utilize Cheesehead TV in any way, shape, or form when it comes to the Green Bay Packers means the world to myself, Corey, and everyone at Cheesehead TV. Thanks, everybody. Please hit like, hit subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go.